0: Welcome to the Truth Truth in the Booty podcast where we discuss love, sex and the alternative lifestyle I'm Mrs. Truth and I'm joined today with my husband Mr. Truth And we're going to be discussing a few interesting topics for you guys today Um, But first of all we're going to start off by giving two tips One is a love tip and one is a sex tip So Mr. Truth would you like to start off with your sex tip?
1: Okay, Um, I thought you were going to say, uh, are you going to start with your tip? <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, I probably should have said that.
1: Didn't think fast enough. Mm. All right, so I'm going to do a sex tip today. So uh my sex tip for today is to use sex toys in the bedroom. So sex toys in the bedroom, very underrated thing, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody should have. Some kind of sex toy in the bedroom, everybody. Because, whether and because it's there to heighten your play. So, um, I think the number one toy everybody should have is a vibrio. Mm -hmm. Some kind of vibrio. Yeah, true. Um, Mainly because, you know, um, the main way that, or a lot of women cannot come from just, you know, vaginal stimulation. So they have to have. And you have some clitoral stimulation as well. So, and you know, that might be, I don't know, the only way to equate it to guys might be, imagine you're having sex and then just your head is not being stimulated at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to maybe bring you to the peak That's sexual, a good sexual experience that you can get. Mm-hmm. So I think by adding in something like a toy, I mean, something like a vibrator, which is going to take the um, the woman's sexual experience to the next level, bring it on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so much fun you can have, uh, you know, exploring what type of toys to use, um, buying toys together, you know, the excitement of where it comes and when the toy comes, when the other person comes from the toy as mm-hmm. well. Um, and also, you know, I think that, when you're having sex with women when you bring in a toy they and certain toys they can lose their minds you know <laughs> is it absolutely enough? lose their minds yeah it's like sometimes you use the vibrator you know we've had different levels of vibrators that we use, like from bullet ones to like bigger what's those people lilo
0: lilo is, they, yeah. they're like
1: the apple of sex toys you know their toys look like you're buying an iphone
0: yeah I really like the packaging yeah
1: exactly but they've got some great toys as well Um, but the last vibrator we bought is one of the plug-in ones one of the ones yeah the ones are so powerful because you plug them into a main you know everybody know might know the Hitachi wand which is legendary yeah yeah that sort of stuff
0: Hitachi stopped making them because they intended it as like a back massage or something like that and And they were outraged
1: (laughs) one pervert one pervert woman decided to put it between her legs and then ever since then it's just gone crazy Mm -hmm. but anyway when you're using the wand or another type of vibrator in the bedroom you know they go crazy it's like they're going into a next dimension (laughs) like their minds blowing their minds and you know that's the kind of experience and you as the guy who's doing it or you as the other person who's doing it you know that you want to try and give your partner that yeah um and it's a lot of fun yeah it's so yeah, exactly. very satisfying
0: and I think probably like for some guys who they might not be as confident with like say going down on a woman or like playing with a woman's clip with like their fingers or something like that and each woman is different so mm. maybe if you've not got to know that individual woman like closely enough to know like all of her you know her preferences and things then maybe like a vibrator is a way to take the pressure of yourself and also to make sure that you're also allowing her to get a pleasurable part of the experience. Not Mm -hmm. that, well, all sexes can be pleasurable, but as in, she can also have an orgasm as you can. Mm
1: -hmm. And there's other types of vibrators you can get. So also there's the mobile, what are they called? Uh, The ones that you can control with your mobile phone. Oh
0: yeah, that one. So you
1: like put it into your pants and then the other partner is controlling it
0: Mm -hmm. to
1: choose when to vibrate on and off. Remember we had one before. So whenever your mobile phone received a message, it triggers the thing to like start vibrating. Yeah. That one was fun.
0: That one it could trigger any time practically because of that. But yeah, because you're more app. advanced now. <laughs> yeah. where, but I think the the new ones are like quite expensive because then they have a special app that goes. Yeah, 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 and yeah. This other stuff, but either way, whichever one that you get, mm-hmm. like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but
1: anyway, there's other types of toys you can get as well. Like there's oh, butt plugs. You know, um, trying those out in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. You know, nipple clamps, different types mm-hmm. of toys and things like that. So there's just a huge array of so much different toys and things you can do. And I think the date will help to enhance your sex life. Make, you can even make a, a night of it, you know, order yeah. something. Say, I can't wait until it arrives, you know, clearly your Friday night. <laughs> and, you know, just go wild with it. Yeah. So, yeah, my sex tip, use sex toys.
0: Okay, so I'll go on to my love tip. mm-hmm So my love tip today is to show appreciation for your partner. Um, I think it's important because you might feel to yourself, oh, my partner is important to me. I love them so much. There's nothing that I wouldn't do for them and, and different things like that. But feeling those things is quite different from expressing it. And I think sometimes we can get caught up in like other stuff that happens in life and forget to do those things. So showing appreciation, like, you know, just randomly letting your partner know, like, that you make them happy, something that they've done, (coughs) sorry, something that they've done that, like, you really enjoyed, just text them randomly throughout the day and said, like, you know what, I really enjoyed spending time with you on Tuesday, or I really liked how, you know, you made an effort for me, or I really appreciate, like, you know, how um, intelligent you are, or, like, how you, you always stand up for the right thing, like, random things like that, that you could just show your appreciation for um, doing things like giving your partner a random hug or a kiss just because you know you want to show them that you're there with them it doesn't have to be a special occasion for you to be doing those type of things you can just always be showing them that love and appreciation for them at all times and just you know just in little ways you can do that as well it doesn't have to be something that's you know a grand gesture like buying a big gift or something like that it can be the small things, so yeah, that's definitely my love tip. So you can do it with words, and you can do it with action.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one. because mm-hmm. I guess everybody likes that appreciation, reaffirmation. Yeah, is that the right word? Yeah, reaffirmation as well. And I'm sure someone can be having a bad day or whatever it is, and then they receive that text message or hug or whatever it is, and you can brighten up people's day.
0: Exactly, and a lot of the time, you know, you can just get lost in your own thoughts, or you might not really know. Um, where you stand with different people but I feel like that always can ground you and just letting the people that you care about know that you appreciate them and and also just thanking people for random things as well because there's so many things that you know that can make people feel unappreciated and it's always good to just brighten up somebody's day your partner's day just to let them know that you're thinking of them and, and that you care about them and I think that's something that um, probably like early on in a relationship, it feels easy for people to do. But once um, I guess the, the quote unquote honeymoon period is over, then people don't really keep up with that. They kind of seem to associate it with the first stages. But that is something that's important with, you know, your loved ones, not just your partner, but also your partner to to constantly be showing appreciation.
1: So what's the first topic
0: we got? Maybe our
1: first topic should be, what drink are you drinking in the studio (laughs) today?
0: What drink am I drinking? Um, I'm pretty much drinking just spiced rum, Mm -hmm. but it's mixed with Sprite and it basically tastes like sweet rum. That's it. That's cool for me. Okay.
1: (laughs) It's just different types of rums that you like, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like I'd say I'm a rum drinker. Like I drink wine if it's there or like say if my friends say, oh, let's get a bottle, then I'll go along with it. But I'm not really like oh let's get a bottle of wine like rum is my drink that's what I drink on my birthday that's what I drink on your birthday that's what I drink on Jesus's birthday <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so quick Cat Williams
1: you went to an event where they were like painting and then drinking oh uh, the paint in. and sip paint and sip that's it yeah, so you know I birthday. I just think I think a lot of women just make excuses make up events just to have an excuse to drink like in the <laughs> daytime like that and brunch and different yeah. things. Like just What's your vendetta against brunch, man? No, I'm just saying, if you want to drink in the day- daytime, just drink in the daytime. You mm. don't need to make up an event to justify your drinking in the daytime.
0: Well, people want a brunch and they want to have drink, innit?
1: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: <laughs> Alright, so shall we go on to the first topic of discussion? So, we've been seeing like a lot of buzz like on social media about T.I. and his comments recently. Um, about what he said about his daughter Um, he was saying that he basically like goes every year to a gynecologist to get her hymen tested to check whether she's a virgin or not Um, I've actually got like a segment of like what he said so I can read it just in case like anybody might not have seen it so he says this is what we do right after the birthday we celebrate Usually, like the day after the party, she's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on the door. Gino tomorrow, 9.30. So we'll go and sit down and the doctor will come and talk. And you know, the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism. He's like, you know, sir, I have to, in order for me to share information. I'm like, Deja, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you would not want me to know? See, doc? ain't no problem. And so then the doctor will come and say, well, I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken, like bike riding, athletics, horseback riding, and just other forms of athletic physical activity. So I say, look, doc, she don't ride, one second, she don't, um, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Man, just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. No, you had to put the expeditiously mm-hmm. on the back of that what's your thoughts on it it's,
1: it's disgusting isn't it mm. it's basically him saying don't touch my property mm-hmm. so all guys and whatever it is first thing that comes into my mind when i hear this kind of thing is where's her mom mm. and is she cool with this because it's just, it's 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 mind-blowing it's bizarre
0: yeah I did see um, some of, like, his podcast one time where um, Tiny was on it. And it did come across, that like, obviously you don't know, like, people's relationships and the ins and outs of, like, what goes on. But it did seem as if she's, like, kind of, like, eh, whatever with stuff. So I don't really feel that she would probably be a party to it, as in, like, yeah, you go ahead and do this. But she probably just, like, you know, sits back and lets T.I. do what he's doing, it.
1: But I just feel like, can't you in some ways protect your daughter or something like mm-hmm. that? Like you as a woman, you must know how that must feel if your parent is like, let me come and check your hymen mm-hmm. to see that you're still a virgin because I don't want you to be tainted yet, you know? Yeah. Like What a, What does that mean? Like if one day he goes there when she's what, what, he's still going to be taking her when she's 21 and then when it's broken, what's he going to say to her? You let me down. You're dirty. I mean, what what, what's that talk gonna be? And then her um, herself, I guess, you know, he's probably seeing it as doing it as a deterrent. Mm -hmm. He's like, because they know that on her birthdays they're gonna have this nice daddy daughter um adventure out to the gynecologist. Yeah, she better make sure that she doesn't have sex with no guy because you know daddy's gonna see. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah. it's something that I think is probably like a lot more common than people realize because I've heard different women talking about how um, they got tested to see whether they were a virgin or not but it wasn't by a doctor um, and it's usually it seems like their are mums who do it like they'll like get some type of object to like test them to see I don't know how that would work exactly but it just seems like another way of like abusing a child and I think it Some of it stems from, I guess, like with a lot of parents, they're worried about their child being hurt, their child, like, becoming a teenage pregnancy or or things like that. And they want their child to, not necessarily to um, keep them virginal and pure per se, but to avoid certain problems while they're a child. And I feel like it stems from that fear too.
1: This one with TI, I don't feel that it's that way. I feel like it's the same thing. This kind of weird sort of relationship that there is which goes back to you know the kind of patriarchal system of society where Mm -hmm. men seeing their women as owner as uh, sorry seeing their daughters and whatever as their property that they own Mm -hmm. you know like in the olden days when you know their daughter gets married off and they sell them basically to whatever you know as a business deal Mm -hmm. and it's them getting tainted and you see some still inside some cultures today where if the woman has sex outside marriage and stuff like that, they end up, you know, possibly trying to kill her or whatever because she's now being tainted. Yeah. And I think that that's all it is. It's it's like respectability, politics on steroids.
0: Yeah. I do feel sorry for his daughter for like when she does decide to have sex. Yeah. Like, can you imagine the amount of pressure? Because if any little thing goes wrong with it, then she might just look at it and just feel like, oh, see, this is why I should have stayed a virgin. And I I feel like starting things from that position makes it so difficult to navigate sex. Yeah, because
1: you can see, like, so many people have so much difficulty with sex and accepting their own sexual desires and stuff like that because a lot of the times it's through the church, but... You know, this is another incident where it's um, the same thing that they're gonna feel bad for having sexual desires. She's uh, she's a teenager, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know how you are with teenagers.
0: Hormones Your grazing radiant.
1: you're horny like all the time, and now she's probably gonna be feeling terrible mm-hmm. for feeling like that when really a, a good parent should be helping to explore like a time that can be difficult for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, it's probably hard, like, having that out in the public as well. Oh, yeah. Because I, I feel imagine. like probably a lot of guys who might even talk to her might see it as a challenge now.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And
0: that's just, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like you shouldn't have spoken about this in public. And now I just feel like it's going to be so much harder for her to navigate this.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine that her friends are going to see this?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they're going to they're gonna be gunning her, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But it does seem like with a lot of men who, I don't know about this personally with TI, but it seems as if a lot of men who are quite adamant that, oh, not my daughter, my daughter's not going to do this and she's not allowed to do that. And rare, rare, rare are guys who have a history of treating women like shit. Because I remember like on um, TI's podcast when like Tiny was on it, she was saying that it's basically the circle of life for women to get mistreated by, by men and then learn that what better men to go for. And T.I. was like, not my daughter, not my daughter. And she was just like, yeah, okay then. So <laughs> there's that part as well, I think, is trying to protect from how maybe he might have treated women, mm-hmm. trying to protect her from it as well. But rather from looking at it from a perspective of, oh, why don't we as men collectively treat women better or or respect women or not see um, sex as like a taint on somebody. It's more, I'm going to lock up this person until for whatever reason, I I can't control them anymore.
1: Yeah, and I think that is true because as you were saying, a lot of people see... Um, sex and stuff as in they're taking something from someone mm-hmm. and that maybe that the way they go into it is that seeing that to be able to have sex with someone they have to in some way kind of manipulate them or whatever is mm-hmm. like that so then it's always like you're taking something away from them I'm guessing by having a daughter or whatever they don't want no one to come there and basically commit a robbery where they're mm-hmm. like taking something from their daughter yeah. so now they're protecting them whereas you can't they're not seeing it as is a human and she has desires and stuff like that and maybe you can help to teach her how to deal with sex and relationships in a healthy way yeah this reminds me of a story it was like someone that i know and she was saying she went out with her friends, another male friend he ended up going home with another girl and mm-hmm. then in the morning he texted her and showed him texted her pictures that oh the guy um the girl that she that he slept with When he woke up in the morning and was trying to leave the house, it was either the girl's older brother or her dad saw him and fucked him up. And then his nose was fucked up and stuff like that. And he, you know, sent the picture to show it. And I'm just thinking the girl has invited this guy back to her house. Mm -hmm. Family house. I don't know about that. It's a bit risky Mm -hmm. because of reasons like this. Yeah, maybe not a good idea. But still, the girl has invited the guy, consented. For something to happen with this guy Now her brother or dad Has seen him And now beats him up Yeah But why? Like what's it got to do with them?
0: I think that all boils down to like property And it's kind of like Oh this was in my house Mm -hmm. And this was like my daughter or or my sister Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna get Like there's no way you're gonna walk out of here With nothing like happening to you Yeah and it's again, it's got nothing to do with what the the woman actually wants, mm-hmm. and I think that really, yeah, I think that says a lot about different things about consent as well. To be honest, yeah, it's like even when you're saying yes, it depends on somebody else whether it's correct or not.
1: Your know, your dad or whatever has to consent. Yeah, and these i sorry, these people I'm talking about, they were all over eighteen, so. Mm-hmm. It's not even like they were, like, little children. Yeah. You come to my place, steal my Porsche or whatever my car is or you mm-hmm. use my Porsche without telling me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in one way, I find it also a level of, like, kind of creepiness
0: mm. where
1: it's, like, these men, like, trying to control their daughter's sexuality. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find it, like, it's creepy to me, huh?
0: I can understand from the perspective of... Um, Wanting to protect your child and not wanting them to be like taken advantage of by like other people, I can understand like that fear. Not to say that any of this is justified. I'm not saying that at all. But I feel that there is like a genuine concern people have for their kids, which mm-hmm. is is natural and, and that's fair enough. But there's also parts where people are just being reactionary and really it's to do with like their ownership. Like I I can remember as well. Um, like I've got a a younger cousin. And like me and her like talk like quite a bit about just different things we were close. And I remember when she first told me that she, that she started having sex and like, listen, like I felt like so distraught. That was like my first like gut feeling. Luckily, like she wasn't there in front of me to see my reaction to it. But I just felt, no, this is my baby. Like, how can this be happening? And I had to like, you know, get a grip on myself and just be like, this, like, this isn't about you. And, like, as long as, like, she's safe and she's consented to it and she's, like, over age and stuff like that, the best thing I can do is, like, give her the guidance and make sure that she's okay. Because, you know, that's obviously, I guess, maybe in your mind you don't want to know, like, which of your family members are having sex or, like, the details of it. Fair enough. But you can't make that mean now that them having sex is, like, automatically a bad thing.
1: I get what you're saying. And I think that's true. Obviously, you want to take care of people. You don't want them to be in situations when they can get hurt. And obviously, mm-hmm. is sex and relationships is a very easy and quick way to, be, to become very distraught and go through difficult stuff. Mm-hmm. And there can be lasting physical and mental problems caused by it. Mm-hmm. So I can completely understand, care for people and make sure they don't do um, get into difficult situations. The next level thing is that When you've seen or heard that they've done this thing, I'm sure you didn't have a desire that, oh, let me find this boy that you had sex with, even though it was consensual, let me fuck this guy up, because how (laughs) dare he have sex with, you know? What the hell? Like, that is not normal.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying with that.
1: Final point on that, T.I.?
0: I think it's gross, and I think it's creepy. Creepy, sorry. I just feel, going to the extent of taking your daughter to the gynecologist every year, like... What the fuck is that about, man?
1: T.I. is nasty.
0: <laughs> Shall we go on to the next topic then? So um, we were going to talk about um, madonna Hall complexes.
1: And um, what exactly is a madonna Hall complex?
0: So to sort of like paraphrase, I think it comes from like um, Freud's sort of like philosophy and ideas about sexuality. In short, madonna Hall complex is sort of the idea that men are attracted to women who are quite sexual, maybe like quite promiscuous, quite like open with their sexuality. But when it comes to women that they have children with or women that they are in relationships or married to, then they don't see them in that same sexual light. So it's sort of like they don't have a lot of respect for the whore, quote unquote, but they have respect for um, their wife or their maternal figure but they have to desexualize her. So like when guys will say things like, oh, um, I'll do this with like, you know, this somehow, but I won't do this with wifey, like things like that. I think that sort of like follows on a bit from like the TI thing is that that men feel as in like for you to have somebody who you respect as like a wife or like your significant other, they have to not be into certain things or they have to be desexualized almost to like protect your reputation in some way whereas the things that you might want to do sexually you can only do that with the woman that you class as you know as a hoe as a lesser degenerate yeah so that's like who you can get your sexual satisfaction from without respecting them but the person that you respect you can't get sexual satisfaction from but they can get your respect
1: i know lots of times throughout my life hearing this kind of thing and I don't think I ever felt like this
0: mm-hmm. in,
1: my, in my life but you know definitely something I heard a lot of people talking about saying oh I wouldn't do this with a wifey or yeah. I wouldn't do this with my wife and it's funny because it's like they say oh with a hope but you know what does that make you if you yeah only want to do this with someone that you see is filthy
0: but I feel like men don't really seem like or some men don't really see sex as like degrading to them it's like something that is done to women and, like, impacts women. Mm -hmm. But they themselves, is like, the slate is still clean for them.
1: With the thing of feeling that, oh, you have to only be able to share this filth with someone who is, I don't know, filthy. Mm -hmm. The people who are the wives of those people or their partners, Mm -hmm. uh, they don't feel like they're missing out on some stuff?
0: Well, they probably do. Which is why they then go with other women on the side, and then no, no, no.
1: I'm not, I'm saying the wife.
0: The wife. Oh, like okay.
1: I'm saying the like. Say, I don't know. You know, it might be. Some people might even uh, are as crazy as to be like, oh, someone to give head. I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, I've heard that as the, in like um, guys saying. Oh, I just expect like sluts to give me head, but yeah. it's not something I expect my girlfriend to do. Yeah, which just seems quite wild. Yeah.
1: So, but I'm just saying that kind of thing. Like the girlfriend, does she not feel? I wish the guy I could give head or something like that. And I think like... a lot
0: of people do because I remember when this was um, when we were talking about this on Tumblr as well, and I think one woman was saying about how. Um, she found out that her boyfriend was cheating on her and, like, all of the different things that he was doing with these women. And she was like, I've been asking you to do this stuff since, like, how long now? And you've not been interested in it. Like, but you know, you're doing you're it with other You're the mother other of people. People. my child. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, oh, but those women are just hoes, though. So that's why, like, you're, you're my wife, so I'm not going to do that stuff with you. Crazy. And then, like, there's different women I've heard say that they've wanted to try, like, more freaky stuff in the bedroom and their man's just not been on it because, like, his, I guess, his vision of them Mm -hmm. is that you're, like, the good girl, so to speak. So that's not something I would do with you. Not necessarily that I'm not interested in it, but I feel like if I do this, I don't know if they feel like they're going to look at them in a different light Mm. or that they're going to taint her if they bring those things in. I don't know.
1: Yeah, because I think it's quite funny because, like, fairly recently, like, in one way or another, I've spoken to different women who have said to us that they've been asking their partners to do certain things and their partners are just not on it, are not really into that kind of thing. Yeah. I Usually, I always think in my head that, oh, guys will always be much more freakier or want to do much more wilder things than women. Mm-mm. But, yeah, like, this is, like, that kind of situation yeah.
0: where because like how many people have we spoken to where they've basically said like this it seems like it's quite common mm. that they want to try different things and the guys not on it sometimes it seems like the guys just genuinely just not interested in it which mm-hmm. fair enough but sometimes it seems as if they have like some misgivings about doing it because they're worried about what impact that will have on their relationship or how mm-hmm. they might be viewed so yeah that does seem to be like a trend
1: it's like missionary kind of thinking.
0: Okay, yeah. About,
1: you know, pure sex. I mean yeah. sex is only for a function
0: mm-hmm. of
1: like having babies and no doggy style. Yeah, no mm-hmm. doggy style. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then it's not really for pleasure or for whatever it is or there's a there's a there's a correct way to do it and then if you vary away from that then you're some kind of deviant.
0: You know what, like that reminds me, like one time I stumbled onto I don't know, Nigerian church Twitter Ooh. must have been. Ooh, and dangerous, dangerous places. They were like posing questions like, is it holy or is it godly to have sex with a vibrator? And then they were debating it. And the the, the general consensus was like, no, it's not good to do that. And they were like discussing like what positions are holy for you oh, to shit. have like sex in. Is
1: there, is there... Um, did Jesus write a karma sutra?
0: Well, that's how the missionaries went on back in the day because yeah, they yeah. were like, "You only certain positions are are proper, only certain things are good, and like sex is meant to just be like for functional things." And there's mm-hmm. still like churches and religions that subscribe to that, and I think that that definitely contributes to people's anxieties about it.
1: Mm. Maybe that's Ti's next thing to his daughter, yeah, telling her which positions are godly. <laughs> mm.
0: But it does seem as if like. Um, With like some of the church stuff It's like the concept of marriage Is almost like It's not The sex is not necessarily To be fun Yeah It's like It's something that you do in it But Don't overdo it Seems to be the message Yeah yeah yeah. Don't do too much
1: Be careful with that stuff You know If you go on If you go a little too fast with it The devil starts to come out
0: Yeah But Then again, like, sometimes you get, like, the odd church where, or pastor who's kind of like, yeah, enjoy it. Hmm. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think that that kind of mentality isn't just, it's it's not not just, I mean, what I'm saying, it's not just churches or people who are uh, religious that have, religious that have that mentality. Other people is, you know, even more far reaching than that. Mm -hmm. And it seems a bit, it's just such a disappointment because then... If both partners are not on it, I mean I'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry, if one partner doesn't feel like that, then obviously the then she'll be missing out mm-hmm. on doing things that she might be doing, like the people that we've spoken to, yeah, um, and then if the guys themselves if they end up going with another person because they have these desires that they wanna you know fulfil, and then they like find someone else to go and do it on, then that's a shame as well, yeah, when you could be having fun buying sex toys, Mm -hmm. using them in the bedroom, different stuff like that, and you're not doing it because, you know, for what reason?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just think people should, like, have fun, but, yeah, I can understand that there's roadblocks to that and why people feel, like, quite constrained in different things. Um, But I think a lot of people need to call into question their viewpoints on certain things. Like, if you're thinking to yourself oh, this is something that I would only do with um, someone I don't respect. Um, Think about why that is. And, and, you know, another thing as well is going on to the disrespect Mm -hmm. of people who are open about their sexuality or or promiscuous or or whatever else. I remember reading somewhere where they said that someone who's promiscuous is just someone who's having more sex than you. (laughs) Because, yes, it's it's very arbitrary, like, what does that mean exactly? But, um, yeah, I think there is something to be said about why is it that people feel that someone who enjoys sex or wants to have a lot of it is, like, tainted or broken or why do they feel that this now means that I should treat this person with less respect than I would somebody who acts differently?
1: It's mad because on on one side, people want that because obviously they want to have someone that they can have sex with regularly Mm -hmm. or that would always want to have sex when they want to have sex. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is that people feel that everybody needs to have sex the exact same amount that they need to, that they feel they Mm -hmm. need to have sex. And if you're above that, you're a weirdo. weirdo. Mm -hmm. If you're below that, then also you're a weirdo as well.
0: (laughs) Maybe. But I remember like... um... Back in the day, like, with um, women who, like, or girls that I would know where they would, like, have sex with a lot of guys and stuff like that, I just think, like, rah, that's brave, you know? You guys are just out here, like, trusting men? Like, because my perception of it is that if you were, like, sleeping with a lot of guys, then the chances of them, like, disrespecting you was, like, very, very high. So then by sleeping with more people, then that would make, that would basically make it riskier for you. So people doing that, I just felt like oh, that must be a brave thing to do or or something that you really want to do but like something that's like maybe like risky like obviously now like I, I have whole different viewpoints but I can understand I can understand like people feeling that oh that's um something that is risky but to look at somebody and just be like this person is not worth anything or this person is not a good person like that's something that you know people need to unlearn
1: and it was funny because i I had a friend they were saying that they um work with this woman they get on quite well eventually i think him and the woman got quite close and it was like the woman was trying to move to him so we're like okay so you're gonna go through and he was like no 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 because like um i like her (laughs) and i was like yeah i know so you're gonna like try to move to he's like no I don't see her in that way because I like her basically like he doesn't want to disrespect her okay and it's like so you see that kind of mentality it's like I don't so I can only sleep with a woman that I feel like I can disrespect yeah and if I actually like someone's personality or I actually feel like this is a good person then mm-hmm. I don't want to disrespect them so I don't want to have sex with them yeah and that's a mad Mentality to have Isn't it mm-hmm. Because then Yeah It just shows you your. are To you Sex is just Taking away from someone It's just disrespecting someone Yeah
0: It's crazy Yeah And I think those are definitely The type of people That you want to avoid Having like Any type of sexual contact with Because like It's long
1: What's the last word On the Madonna complex
0: What's the last word on it I think it's definitely Something that um, Some people Suffer from and that they need to unlearn, and I think people need to challenge the root of like of their beliefs and why it is that they feel that some people are more valuable than others, and if that's based on any sort of like logical thing at all, and that if you want to have fun and do like freaky stuff or whatever with somebody that you care about, then it's not going to taint them, and you can just have fun together. And also, if you're somebody who enjoys sex and, you know, you want to have sex with lots of people or, or get as much sex as you want to, you should feel, like, empowered and, and safe enough to do so.
1: I definitely haven't got the Madonna whore complex. So I think. <laughs> you're f- because you're filthy.
0: <laughs> Is that so? Nasty. <laughs> yeah, so that's not been an issue with us, thank God
1: so the what's the next topic I mean? so
0: the next topic was about expectations on guys
1: oh yeah so maybe in this episode we felt there's a bit of man bashing that's been going on really Before I started off with TI's craziness Madonna whole complex thing
0: is it but, man bashing though well,
1: is there such things some people would say mm. but I wanted to bring this topic up there's something out there for the brothers Mm -hmm. yeah
0: women are trash agenda
1: women are (laughs) trash no not no not November. yeah
0: you're going on strike yeah
1: i didn't say that
0: okay (laughs) you said that quick
1: (laughs) so this point that we had to discuss was about the expectation that is put on men in the bedroom because Mm -hmm. you feel that there is a lot of expectation that is put on men for them to perform certain things or to be able to do things and if they can't, then you know they're kind of looked looked down on. And I feel like this is something that people should try and also think about and look at and kind of explore too. because simple things as if the guy can't get an erection or maintain a erection, you know that's looked down upon mm-hmm. or you know it's gonna be quite a difficult thing. People still make fun of people for that kind of thing yeah. as well. And obviously, that's a difficult, well, it can be a difficult thing for some guys to deal with and other things like premature ejaculation and stuff like that. But then on the when you look on the other side that, say, for an instance, that during sex a woman's not getting wet enough, it's looked at that the guy is not doing a good enough job at making mm-hmm. the woman ready for sex, mm-hmm. but I don't think many people would look at it on the other way that, oh, if a guy can't maintain or get an erection, it's because you know the woman's not doing a good enough job. It's more like it's the guy's fault for not being able to do it.
0: Well, some women take offense if a guy can't get in an erection because then it's like, what are you saying? Are you saying I'm not like hot enough? Like, what's what's the but problem? That's,
1: but exactly because then. But then it still goes to kind of the, an offense to the guy, as mm-hmm. in, oh, what, you don't think that I'm good enough, like, you're kind of offending me mm-hmm. by by not having an erection, not being yeah. ready. If he can't reach that expectation, then it's like, well, what's going wrong here? Mm-hmm. Is it that you're not able to be good enough? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So what do you think of, like, say, in comparison, the expectations that might be placed on women? when it comes to sex as opposed to men because a lot of women might feel like they have pressure to perform a certain way like be good in a bedroom that they have pressure um, wh- to wh- be attractive
1: when you say expectation of women to be good in the bedroom mm. what, what 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 expectation do you feel women have to be good in a bedroom because it is you know it seems quite often that there's a lot of women that just lie there in bed and think that that is a performance because a lot of people may feel that just them allowing a guy to have sex with them Mm. is that's their job done
0: I don't know like things like a woman might feel like oh am I giving head good enough or going through all these lengths to learn all these different techniques or whatever techniques what giving heads yeah I don't know maybe some people would feel like that is a concern to them as in like does this guy like me enough? Did I perform well enough? Or do you feel like it's not a real thing?
1: Um, I feel like it's more like not a real thing because okay, I feel like the expectation that is like put onto, I mean, a lot of people nowadays is about giving head. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys expect probably all women to give head.
0: Yeah,
1: it's becoming more common that women expect guys to go down on them.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, whether there you can say there is this expectation that how good. Their head is going to be. I don't think it's the same thing as women expect that guys will be able to you know have an erection or something, yeah or that guys should be able to go two rounds or three mm-hmm. rounds in sex. I don't think it's ex- exactly the same thing.
0: hmm okay. so all right, so when you're talking about like the three rounds of sex, yeah, mm-hmm. so because I've heard different women say that they're expecting this amount of time having sex. Mm -hmm. And men talking about that's a lot of effort to put into, like, it's tiring. And then women complaining to say, like, why are you not fit enough to do this?
1: Yeah. And it's like for men, biologically, they have something called a refractory period. Mm -hmm. As in when guys come, they need some time before they can go again. Mm -hmm. Sometimes but a nut. Mm-hmm. and then we just carry on yeah We're able to stay hard and just carry on and we just keep on going mm-hmm. but not everybody can do that kind of thing yeah and i think for the most part when guys come biologically the body needs time before you can get an erection yeah. straight away and that's because it needs to almost get some more sperm ready yeah before it can shoot it off again mm-hmm. so not everybody can you know just go straight away again or Sometimes people need a longer break or whatever different whatever time it is before they can go again. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard thing to do. And also the work. You know how hard it is to be banging for like yeah. however long straight is hard work.
0: Yeah, I've like um, used a strap on before oh, yeah. on girls. And like, yeah, I've, it is more work than riding. Like I can't lie. Can't lie. It's more work than doing that. But yet sometimes when i i hear some women talk about sex it does seem as if they sort of come to the situation to be pleased mm. and to be impressed where well, nothing is wrong with that if that's what you, that's what you want and the other person is on that mm-hmm. but it seems as if it's sort of like okay i am here now entertain me mm-hmm. and i can imagine that on the other end of it if you feel like you're always like giving 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 putting in all this effort probably like worrying about oh am I going on long enough can I get back up again can I do this and you put all of that work in and the other person is just like lying there or they're not doing much that might get you know a bit frustrating yeah so it does seem to me that sometimes it does come to as in men come to the situation to like impress or to do work or, or something like that while some women might come to the situation as in okay I'm here now Make it work.
1: Yeah, because you can see even like the the different women that we've been with. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can have people and they are fully into it, and you're all doing like wild stuff. Mm-hmm. They're coming up with stuff to do, and yeah, it's a great you know. Yeah, that makes... so it's
0: like a mutual exchange. Like they're like properly like into it. It's like there's mm-hmm. give and take.
1: Yeah, between like everybody, there's like give and take between everybody, and you're all doing some crazy stuff together mm-hmm. and that is that ends up being really good times
0: yeah that energy
1: exactly then there's some people you meet where they're just lying there mm-hmm. you got told to them everything to do yeah and you know so there's some circumstances where you might want that where people are they like a pillow princess
0: yeah and i guess it can be fun because like it's fun to like please other people and like you know get them to enjoy themselves and stuff you can get pleasure from that as well but if that's how it is all the time yeah or like throughout like the whole thing then you know it gets a bit dry man
1: yeah that's just another expectation that is on guys that they can put in performances like that i think that this kind of all boils down to the same kind of mentality that is about sex is like guy coming to take and yeah
0: like sex is something that is done to women
1: yeah it's the, Yeah, yeah, exactly the woman's just giving it to the guy mm-hmm. and then that's his reward sometimes it's like even to get to that point where women don't want to accept that they're actually going to go and have sex with the guy they almost want the guy to play along and kind of be like he's almost manipulating them yeah to be able to get to the point of okay well you know what he he had such good game i had no choice but to just give him the sex and here you go take it
0: that reminds me of something actually but you can finish your point um that was my point what yeah so um back on tumblr there was like a post that i reblogged where um this person they it was like a reddit forum and they were saying like what was a time where somebody has made it blatant that they they want to have sex with you and you've like completely missed it mm-hmm. and this guy was saying that he had this girl over his house i don't know what the circumstances were and that she said oh i'm gonna sleep naked tonight and he was like okay and then she, like, yelled downstairs to him, like, oh, my feet are cold. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, of course you're cold because you're not sleeping in any clothes. Like, duh. Mm-hmm. So then he went upstairs and, like, gave her an extra blanket. Mm-hmm. And then he went back to go and sleep on the sofa. So, like, there, like, people are like, oh, this guy's so dumb. Yeah. Like, why didn't he pick up on it? And, like, I guess maybe in hindsight he probably thinks, like, oh, why didn't I just go ahead and do that? But in a way, like... She could have explicitly stated, yo, let's have sex or something like, just make it like more obvious, like say it with like words. Consent. That, and that has a big thing to do with consent because mm. you know how many times like where a guy will try and like make a move or like leaning on you or, or something weird like that and you'll just be like, when was I giving this person mm-hmm. like this signal that I was going to do that, that I'm on this? So i'm quite a firm believer in like saying what it is that you want to do not not necessarily just hints because that also like leans that adds to that whole culture of um like women being coy Mm. don't really know what they want you kind of have to like persuade them take it from them Mm. like be assertive and i understand that people prefer it that way sometimes because they find it sexy and stuff but some of that, I just feel like it creates too much gray areas and yeah. it's not like a c- good culture to exist in when we're like harping on about consent so much. They would just say... Yeah, like I cannot... Like, it's fine for people to flirt. Yeah. It's like, that's cool and stuff. But um, I but, do think but, like generally, like when it comes to, I want to have sex. Yeah. It's best to make that as clear as yeah, as possible.
1: But anyway, the... Um, I don't know how we we, we went down yeah. that ton of tunnels, but <laughs> the point that I was making was I don't even know how we got I don't know where we left off from when I was talking about. But
0: doesn't matter. The, the end <laughs> point that talking I was about, about was the expectations. Yeah, for men. was the
1: expectation for guys we would like appreciation for our efforts. Okay, and what does that in. mean? So I just feel like sometimes when we're do- going like three rounds or whatever it is that people want want. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of time that we put in and a lot of effort, burning a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. We want some kind of acknowledgement for yeah. that hard work and graft that we've mm-hmm. put in. And also, it's unfair to have these kind of expectations on men. Mm-hmm. You know, if should be understanding about different things, but also um, people should come to the table equally. Where if a woman wants something, she can speak to a guy mm-hmm. about wanting certain things or... What she wants in the bedroom, and also what she's going to give in the bedroom as well, yeah. and equally guys should be open to talk to women about what they want, what they kind of what they're into, what they can give, what they would want back as well, so yeah. it's more of a thing with people coming together, being an understanding with each other and not expecting this has to be done by default, and um yeah, yeah I,
0: mean. I do think um. Pro because as well, how stuff is hard for women, like the whole patriarchy stuff and whatnot. I think that's um, men's sexual performance is an easy thing to dig at men for mm-hmm. and sort of get like a one-up on it. So I think that's why it's kind of like, um, that's something that women will talk about. Um, I think that sometimes people have, I think if you want what you want, you can want it. But just, I guess... Be more understanding, I guess. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, I know that where this originates originates from is Mm -hmm. the patriarchy, what they think of as men, the gender role of what they feel women should provide. And then also women making fun of men Mm -hmm. because men feel feel so attached to men's masculinity. Yeah. And it can hurt men by making fun of them. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. But there's also where we want to try and be a culture of, like, understanding of consent and also things like um, body positivity mm-hmm. and stuff like that, is that it's got to be understanding both ways Yeah. to make a kind of better culture for yeah. everybody, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, was that all of our topics?
1: Got a question that someone asked us from one of your Truth in the Beauty things. Yeah. So what was the question?
0: So... Tips on building your confidence sexually.
1: Do you have any tips for how to build your confidence sexually?
0: Um, I think building your confidence sexually, um, it helps if you can feel like at peace or happy with your body. I think that can really make a big impact. There's a lot of people who don't feel that open to, to sex because of how they feel about their bodies. And that's like how like, I felt in the past as well so it's a very difficult thing especially like if you don't fit into like certain mainstream standards and stuff like that but I think it's very important to build a sense of self that maybe like take nudes of yourself take take a look at those appreciate those Um, make sure that you consume media that um, uplifts you as well and also stop try to get out of the habit of feeling that everybody is judging you for your appearance as well and that if you do get to a situation where you're going to get intimate with somebody, try to put yourself in the moment rather than trying to put yourself in the other person's head of like what they might be thinking about your body and and different things like that. Try to get out of that type of mindset. Um, I think the other thing is to remember that you as a person deserve to have fulfilling sex and that you deserve to be happy as well. And that there's nothing wrong with you pursuing sex if that's what you want to do. That can help with um, improving your confidence as well. And also going at your own pace. Just because somebody's doing like all of these different fun things doesn't mean that you also need to rush in and do that if you don't feel comfortable doing that at this stage. So you can take things in small steps and try to um, talk to people who understand that. Um, and who are willing to go at your pace as well mm-hmm.
1: like if you think that you've got nice hands you know do all that you can to show those bad boys off <laughs>
0: you
1: know yeah go, um show those of the stuff about you that you appreciate
0: yeah and um another thing is that i think with the whole positivity thing it can be easy to get into the whole thing of like yeah i have to like my body at all times i need to like this all the time and like Um, you know, all things will end, yeah, that will be, like, how you feel, and that will be perfectly fine, but it's also okay to have bad days, that's fine, it doesn't mean that you failed or anything like that, Um, it's just not to get too caught up in that, and it's okay to just be, like, all right with things, you don't have to feel, like, over the moon all of the time, but what you um, have to be able to do is to get to the point where I am not going to allow this thing to stop me from having enjoyable sex, or from me having partners who respect me or 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 different things like that and just trying to appreciate the good things
1: yeah completely it's also about how much you enjoy it as well yeah if someone wants to have sex with you then you know that's a win they already you know are into you enough that they want to have sex with you Mm -hmm. and then you know you have to think about how do you enjoy it because usually if you enjoy something and you're putting yourself into it then the other person is going to be enjoying it probably more as well whereas if you're doing something and you're just being hesitant about it trying to not fully be into it then it's probably gonna be worse for the other person as well yeah so everybody will just have more fun if if you're able to just do the thing that you want to do
0: yeah and also to like not just always be in your head about what do they think of me do they like how i do this do they like that blah 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 think what about them you see what i'm saying as in Rather than being too wrapped up in how others perceive you, sometimes you have to put things outwards. How do you feel about them? Mm-hmm. How are they making you feel? What do you think about like what it is that they're doing to you? Are there any other things that you feel like you could make, they could do differently that you could talk to them about? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So it's not just you know all on you. Yeah, exactly. And that helps thing. to give perspective too.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a two-way always a two or three way. Yeah, it's way. not
0: it's not just you having to show up and just perform for somebody. Mm. It's also partly like what you get to enjoy and what the other person enjoys. Um and there was another point I was gonna go on to as well. Another part of like confidence in sex is like people feeling um confident in their abilities mm. as well. I guess like people thinking, are my skills good enough? Like can I please this person, etc." Mm. So there are things that if you feel um you want to learn something, then you can there are ways for you to like find out how to do something a particular way or if you have like a, a partner, whether they're casual or like a long term partner who is open to you trying out different things, that can be like a plus as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to not put too much pressure on yourself. If you've only done something for the first time, you might not be like, you know, outstanding at it. And it's not your job to be outstanding at right? if you're just starting out on something. Everyone has to start from somewhere. So try not to put too much pressure on yourself because that will take the enjoyment out of it as well if you're learning as you go along to do stuff.
1: Girls, get to the gym and practice riding. And guys, get to the gym and practice frosting. <laughs> <laughs> or lifting lift weights so Yeah. you can lift them. Yeah. <laughs> that will get your confidence. Okay, so got any announcements or stuff you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, so we do have an announcement. As some of you might know already, we have ventured into the realm of doing adult parties Ooh. as well. Um, the name that we are under is Anomaly. Um, so we're doing... Um, and how do you spell Anomaly? Anomaly is A N O M A L double i so i don't know if anybody has picked up the you know very obscure mass effect reference but you know (laughs) but yes so we started to do our own um brand of like adult parties we actually had a party on in october which was an all girls event called toy box Mm -hmm. and like so happy with how that turned out that was amazing um the reception to it was really good Everyone who came down there had a good time, like it was a wild night.
1: And it was called Toy Box because there was lots of toys being used. Yeah,
0: so people were encouraged to, you know, bring all of their toys to have fun with. Um, And following on from that, we also have an upcoming event.
1: Before you say that, I just want to say that Mrs. Truth came home from the event with a broken paddle. It was a paddle, isn't it?
0: The riding crop, yeah. Yeah,
1: broken Riding crop. So, you know, if you don't know, you know, riding crop is the kind of thing they hit horses with, isn't it? Yeah, so like yeah. a whip. So like a whip kind of thing. And it broke it because <laughs> she was <laughs> beating the shit out of someone down there.
0: Somebody else broke theirs as well. Okay. But, um, yeah. But there were other stuff going on as well that night. But, you know, a lot of alcohol got drunk. A lot of satisfied people went home. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was it was a good night. Like, I think... Following on from that, like, I was just so happy with how things turned out. So we're looking forward to our next event, which will be on the 23rd of November and is called Dark Masquerade. Mm -hmm. So this event is open to all genders, all sexualities, and it's going to be held in a fully equipped dungeon in North London. So if you would like to get a ticket as well, tickets are available You can send an email through to us to request tickets. And that is at um, anomalyparties at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, it's in the description.
0: Yeah, so we'll add the details for that as well. So um, feel free to send us an email. We're going to
1: have some house doms at the event as well. So there's going to be people there who are going to be showing how to use their equipment, Mm -hmm. putting some subs to... To yeah, your sword, so so yeah.
0: To <laughs> so, if there was anything that you wanted to try, you could perhaps ask an anomaly dumb,
1: yeah. So, it's going to be like a masquerade party, yeah.
0: So, a masquerade party. So, um, people come in there will be wearing like masks any type of mask that they feel like. I still need to pick out mine actually,
1: okay. Uh, yeah, because I've got a masquerade mask for another party that we've been to before, but mm-hmm. I me might, as well, might get a new one because it's a masquerade you have to come in like suit or dress
0: yeah or like fetish wear
1: or fetish wear so it'll be good to see people suited or booted or in whatever out kind of fetish outfit they yeah choose to come in and I think or oh, one of the reasons that wanted to do this event is because you know we've been to different parties and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you know mrs truth wanted to put together an event that would be something perfect of to her which is mixing together like bdsm stuff and also with a lot of play yeah going on there as well
0: so like all of the elements that like say we've enjoyed or, or things that we liked and there's been so many times that people have like messaged us to say like oh do you know any like parties that you could recommend and different things and like other people have said oh you guys should start one and you know like for a long time it's been an idea and now like it's it's coming into fruition, which is mm-hmm. like amazing. Um I still need to get a mask as well. Um I do have one. Um, but I need one to match my outfit as you do.
1: Have you got your outfit already?
0: Well, it's on its way. Okay. It's on its way. Um, but I know what I'm getting.
1: Mm-hmm. We were just looking at the venue, so it's a beautiful dungeon. So hopefully we should have lots of fun and I guess in the next podcast we can
0: yeah. Tell, Talk to you stress. about like the aftermath. A of of...
1: It all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wild.
0: But it's yeah. although it is like quite nerve wracking to do, like I must say it's been fun like putting all of the different elements together and working with everyone to to bring this to you guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's twenty third of November, mm-hmm. which will be the Dark Masquerade by Anomaly's Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah
0: that brings us to the end of our podcast thanks to thanks for listening to us today um you as always you can follow me on twitter which is truth in the booty um and also on tumblr as well which is the same username
1: and what will they see on that site
0: they can see more pictures of my booty if they like that's it all right (laughs) thank you guys bye see ya Like me, do she work that body, throw that ass like a pump, a pump, pump, pump
1: it, it Do she handle it like she